Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello and welcome back to the Princess and the Bee. I am very excited. I just put my son down for a nap so that I could come down here in a burst of inspiration and record this podcast episode for you that was inspired after uh, many, many conversations, amazing conversations that I always have with my husband. I love the fact that our conversations are not like surface talking about other people complaining because if you've heard from the past um, podcasts or whatnot we have a three complaint rule in our house so after three complaints you either do something or you shut up about it so thank you all for being here (coughs) excuse me I am running off of amazing ketones and inspiration and happy sleeping baby who is oh such a gem like the cutest little snuggle bug on the planet Um, And I'm just so grateful that you have taken this time here to join me and to enhance yourself and to develop yourself and your own growth. Like that is so huge. So first of all, I love to start off every episode now uh, with celebrating you for showing up for yourself, for listening to something that is inspirational, listening to something that gives you tactics and strategies to move you forward, listening to something that uh, allows you to focus on you so that by changing you, you can change the world. So speaking of changing the world, I know we've got some big ass dreamers in this house. Like I know... We've got some amazing dreamers and visionaries and leaders in this group and entrepreneurs. And I just love my Crown Yourself community so, so much. And what I have found through coaching many, many of you and having you as my students and having you in the community, um, which you can always jump into on the free Facebook community for Crown Yourself, is that it is not really the fear of fear or the fear of loss that holds us back for most of us. For most of us high achievers, I have actually found that it's not necessarily the fear of loss in the beginning. So like there, as as my mentor, Brendan Bouchard breaks down, there are three types of fear. There is fear of loss, fear of the process, and actually fear of success. And what I have found is that most people, while they perceive, you know, fear of loss basically is like if you have a goal to lose weight and you're like, well, I don't want to lose eating my favorite foods or I don't want to lose, 
you know, time with my kids to start my business. Or I don't want to lose, uh, it's basically a, a fear of making any sort of sacrifice in order to, to get your goal. Fear of the process is like the fear that trips a lot of entrepreneurs up is the fear of the how. The Well, I don't know how to build a webinar. I don't know how to uh, create an opt-in page. I don't know how to record a podcast. I don't know how to get booked on interviews. I don't know how to do whatever. And so that is basically what we go over in my VIP membership program, The Princess Process, to move people from through the process of all the hows that they don't know how to do. Like, I don't know how to, what is marketing strategy? Like, I just throw spaghetti at a wall and that works, kind of. It's brought me in some income, but it hasn't brought in consistent income. So that is what we work through in my in my membership program, The Princess Process, which is opening up, by the way. Um, if you get on the wait list, you will get $500 in savings and it is opening up on September 3rd. And prior to that, we have a pretty kick-ass training that is going down on August 26th for six days. It is the longest training that I have ever done. And I am so excited because it goes over all the six pillars of the how of building your freedom-based business of the princess process. So any of those how questions, if you found that the fear of the how is kind of tripping you up, then jump into this training like you are going to love it. You are going... my team and I have been working so hard on this. Like, I am so excited to share this with you. It is just going to knock your socks off. And you know me, it's not like any sort of like boring, like, I'm going to explain to you the concepts of business. It is. We have a party. We have a freaking party in there. And it is enjoyable and sparkly and lovely and communal. And we celebrate each other. And it's all the amazing things. So make sure you jump in. We will have links to both get on the waitlist so you can get your $500 worth of savings um, by being on the waitlist for the Princess Process and for the live love leadership live stream extravaganza that we have going down on August 26th. So there's that. Now there's a third fear. And this is actually the one that I've noticed with most of my high performing clients that they actually have. And it's the fear of success. It is the fear that the grass might not be greener or try this fear on for size. See if, feel it out if this is the thing that's that's holding you back or stopping you from really going for it. It's the fear of if I achieve it, can it be taken away? If I get this goal, if I get this dream, I could lose my dreams. I could lose everything that I desired. So it's a lot safer to just kind of stay playing at the level where I am, where I know that if I lose it, it's not going to mean that much. And that's the number one fear that I've seen with my high achieving clients, that there is that fear of success because it is that fear of losing that success. And so that's why today I want to dive into a couple reasons and possibilities that this fear might be coming up. So for one, like if you work with me privately, I have two packages, my diamond package and my gold breakthrough package. My diamond package is my signature package that uh, we go through for six months of just like massive up leveling and shifts and holy moly, it's transformational. You will not be the same. And same with my gold breakthrough package, but my gold breakthrough package is specifically based 
in uh, the breakthroughs of the timeline therapy process and NLP and hypnosis. And that's only a one-month program. But both of those for my private clients involve timeline therapy. And what timeline therapy is, is it's a combination of NLP and hypnosis. It is not traditional therapy. It is not where you talk over, like, why did this happen? And it's not um, cognitive behavioral therapy. It's not any other sort of therapy. It is, you do not have to be a licensed therapist to be able to practice it. You just have to be certified in the process of timeline therapy. And why that is, is because you're not associating into trauma. So I've worked with a lot of women specifically, and some men too, who have experienced sexual abuse, myself included. And which is probably why they're drawn to me, um, because having experienced it, they're at some stage earlier in the process where they may not have accepted it, may not have seen it, may not have realized how deeply rooted it was. Um, And so that's what timeline therapy is is used for, because we don't associate you into any sort of traumatic memory. You're not repeating, reliving, or re-experiencing. Like, that's the worst thing ever for any of uh, anyone who has experienced trauma. Like, we don't want to go back and relive that shit. Like, that sucks. Like, that, that, is, that was an awful experience. That was a horrible thing that happened. Like, we don't want to go back and relive that. So what timeline therapy does is it keeps you in an almost unconscious like hypnotic state where you are not actually experiencing the problem. You are seeing everything from more of an omniscient point of view and gathering the learnings from that experience so you can remove the negative emotions from those plaguing you for the rest of your life and so that you can experience any sort of growth, learnings, forgiveness, anything you need to take from that awful experience and to be able so that it turns into something that can move you forward. So for me, for my own experiences with timeline therapy, and many of you know my past of, of growing up in a home with an addict and having lots of forms of my father and, and seeing him in all sorts of forms and not really having communication skills. So emotions were not really tolerated. <coughs> and experiencing abusive relationships and uh, eventually being raped. Um, it's still challenging for me to say. Um, but that is that was something that really hit me and all of those experiences. And in timeline therapy, having done massive amounts of healing on myself from that, um, with timeline therapy, you are able to gather the learning so it takes away any sort of negative spin, pain, connotation, blame, especially. And that's a hard one. That can be a hard one, especially if you've had things where you truly was were a, a victim of something. Um, that can be a hard one. But what timeline therapy does is it allows you to gather the learnings of everything that you need to take from that experience. So for some of my learnings that I'll just share with you in a totally open and candid moment, um, from all of my experiences and experiences with specifically doing timeline therapy, were that this every experience, every negative experience happened that happened in my life happened for me. Like... I would not be able to help other people heal and overcome their own past 
traumas and move forward toward shining, sparkling, amazing goals if I had not gone through the, gone through that pain myself. I would not have the empathy or the compassion that I am able to have for human suffering um, if I had not experienced my own form of human suffering. I would not have been able to understand what it feels like to have the backpack of anger and rage for years that I carried on and the weight that that makes you feel on a daily basis and the exhaustion had I not carried that backpack for decades and then finally released it and felt the freedom and the peace and the ease that come from living a life trusting living for and operating from faith, trusting that the universe has got your back and that every experience is working for you, even the negative ones. And those were all very, very powerful learnings that I would not have had had I had I not gone through those those traumas and those experiences. Now, one of the the practices of timeline therapy is because it's all in an unconscious state. And let me just break down the unconscious mind for a second. The unconscious mind does not recognize what is something that's the difference between something that actually happened and something that's vividly imagined. Um, I believe Dr. Joe Dispenza talk. He mentions that I think it's only about 50%. Don't quote me on this one specifically, but I think it's only about 50% of our memories are actually accurate. Like are at, they, they actually happen. And other times it's stories that we've built around these memories, stories of experiences that we've built around and built up and reinforced. Because what the unconscious mind does is one of the prime directives, like you can hear, I think it's on episode six. I go over all the prime directives of the unconscious mind. Um, but the one of the prime directives of the unconscious mind is that it makes associations and it learns quickly and it takes everything personally and... It does not know the difference between something that's vividly imagined and something that's actually happened. So something that actually, so sometimes things that are dreams, sometimes stories that we hear from passed on from generations about our family struggles and whatnot, sometimes things that dreams or or experiences or play acting even uh, for my actors who listen to this podcast um, play acting even when you really associate into a character and you're experiencing that character your unconscious mind is taking that as a literal experience of that something that actually happened to you so looking at your roles that you play um, in in that arena and one of the things to circle back in a very long-winded form to the fear of success is if you've grown up in a family and you've been lucky enough to grow up with multiple generations, you've probably heard stories from your past, from the moment that you were born and people telling stories around you of of their experiences growing up. And one of the, the amazing things is my grandmother, we just finished uh, visiting with her up in Santa Barbara, and she is 97 years old. And she's, I would say, 60% totally with it. Um, 60 to 70%, depending upon how much water she's drinking and how much Diet Coke she's not drinking. Uh, but that's another topic for another day. But she definitely has many, many memories from her childhood that are very, very vivid. And my grandmother was born in 1922. She grew up in a very, very wealthy household, a very wealthy, affluent 
Uh, her father had a fantastic job. Her mother was an opera singer. And when she was nine or 10 years old, they lost it all. I think she was eight years old yet. They lost it all in the depression. Absolutely everything. And it caused her father to leave to go find work. They had to, he had to leave to go find work. And, and I mean, they were living off of nothing. Like it was her and her brother and her mom and her mom, her father didn't even want her mom to work. And she was like, I got to feed my kids. So she went and she sang on the opera circuit. I believe it was in Minnesota to, to make ends meet, to get money to support her children. While meanwhile, they were waiting on the paychecks from their father to come to come back while he searched for jobs. And eventually he did make money back. But by then, I believe and I may not have the story exactly correct because it's been told and retold like the game of telephone many a time um, that the the relationship, the marriage was pretty much over. Um, and what happened was my my grand, great grandmother remarried again. And when my grandmother's father, so my great-grandfather, her biological father, um, died, he died a, a, a very affluent man, but by then my, my great-grandmother had already moved on, um, she lost everything again. Because even though he died, there was some lawyer in the family somewhere um, who finagled his way in and and took my grandmother's inheritance and everything and so she she lost two times majorly and that fear even though she had experienced affluence wealth success and all that now maybe your family story is not to this degree but I'm sure in some way your family has your family may have a story of loss of uh, and of that pain. And I can tell you that that those stories are powerful. Those stories are really, really powerful to our unconscious minds. And so what like let's break down what the unconscious programming of the story that I just shared with you. And by the way, your unconscious mind knows the difference between suggestions that are good, healthy, and positive and those that are not. So please accept all the suggestions that are good, healthy, and positive and reject all those that are not. Embedded command. There you go. Um, and that is a prayer that I literally say. That is a, a, literally a command that I say to Declan every single day um, just because his unconscious mind is so precious right now. It's absorbing everything. And so is yours. Um his is just in that imprint period where it's developing all his patterns and all his subconscious programming. Excuse me while I sip my ketones for a hot second. So that story is a story of success and losing it all and then success again and losing it all. So what's the meaning that we could take from this? What's the meaning that our unconscious mind could take from this? Should that be a programming that we need to eliminate? And for me, that was definitely a programming that I needed to eliminate. The belief that if I have success, that I can lose it all. Because I did repeat that pattern. I had my 
in my e-commerce business, we were just gaining traction. We were about to launch multiple campaigns, bringing on angel investors. I just pitched it to Shark Tank. We uh, The first round of Shark Tank auditions, not to the actual sharks, but to the, <laughs> the first round. So it is a reality show. There are auditions. Um, but to the first round, I was very, very proud of myself. And the casting director was really enthralled with it and and whatnot. And and there were many, many things that looked like this business was fi- was like really moving forward. I mean, we, we had the product featured in Times Square, for goodness sakes. And it, it was so such a such a crushing pattern for me when suddenly I lost it. Suddenly, my business partner didn't want to be partners anymore. Suddenly, I was it was three months before my wedding. And instead of planning for all the cake t- tasting and all the the napkin pairing, which I did, of course. I mean, I managed both, but not not well. Let me just say, not well. My hair was falling out from stress. And I repeated a pattern of having success and then losing it. And now this was a pattern that I also mirrored and attracted with my husband, with my forever husband, Spike, he, if you know his story, if you have read his fabulous book, Food Game, which we will leave a uh, link to the description in the, so that you can get it on Amazon. I was so excited. Just side note, this past week, um, he received his first copy, like first full on copy, hardback cop, not hard, it's with not hardback, but paperback, tangible, physical copy. Oh my goodness. So exciting. I was so proud of him. Um, But his story is he had everything. He had the house. He had the wife. He had the business. He was a millionaire, had properties, 15 properties, and lost it all. And for many of you who have listened to this podcast or known me for a while, your spouse is a lot of times a reflection of your unconscious mind in many ways. And so I have seen this pattern of having it all and then losing it. And that is something that I have also seen with many, many members of our community and the high achievers. And so what I want to challenge you with is looking at this fear of success. What is the actual fear and what would it mean to lose it all? I mean, because if you did, like I lost my first business in a buyout, my first e-commerce business. Did I lose the knowledge and information that I had gained from that? No. I applied it like crazy to crown yourself. Had I not, had I still had that business, I wouldn't have come up with the idea for crown yourself. I wouldn't have had that streak of inspiration on my honeymoon. Had I still been with that business partner, I still would have been upset and complaining. As as lovely as he was, we just didn't get along well. It just wasn't a good match. And like That business, losing that business, it set me free. It showed me to how to make choices that are in alignment. It showed me to observe human behavior. It taught me how to do publicity and get PR. I mean, that's how I've been able to get Crown Yourself featured in so many news outlets and get on so many podcasts are from the lessons that I learned from being a part of that business and the marketing and learning about sales and e-commerce and all of these things I know 
you know, even developing physical products and patents and things like that. I know those are already those I know those already come in handy with my clients that I currently serve who are in the e-commerce world. I also know that those will come back in handy should I decide to have e-commerce be a part of my business again. So what really is the loss of success? What like let's really break it down. What is it the fear? What I gained from that experience was so much more, but I would have not known that had I still been holding on to that generational fear of success. So why timeline therapy is important is in the in the process of timeline therapy, there are a series of questions that I ask my clients of like, when, if you were to know, when did this first belief occur? And it's not the conscious concept, it's the unconscious concept. And I ask this of my clients and they find a date and and if it's would you I say if you were to know was it before during or after your birth sometimes it's after but then what happens what is before your birth so what is before your birth and I know not everybody will jive with this because not everyone is of the belief systems of past lives or things being passed down generationally which is why I wanted to explain that the unconscious mind takes stories that are passed down generationally and accepts them as personal So what are the stories that you have been taught about success? What are the stories that you have seen? Gay Hendricks, uh, I believe it's Dr. Gay Gay Hendricks, he has a fantastic book called The Big Leap. And in The Big Leap, he outlines four common upper limit problems, is what he calls them, that cause people that when they have a moment of success, when they have something that feels like it's almost a stretch of their identity because they're finally achieving all that they wanted to achieve, that is when they either come crashing down in self-sabotage, usually, or something consciously or unconsciously, quote, end quote, happens to them that comes out of nowhere, and whether consciously or unconsciously, it's self-sabotage. It's self-sabotage. And there are four very, very common. Um, there are four ones. There are four upper limit problems that Gay Hendricks defines in his book, The Big Leap, which we will also have in the show notes. My goodness, these show notes are going to be radically populated with links and extra knowledge for you. So soak it all up. Click on every single one of them. So the four big leap upper limit problems are number one, feeling fundamentally flawed. And this is a common one with people that I have seen and myself included that have experienced some form of abuse or childhood trauma. That is a big one. The feeling that you are fundamentally flawed, the the belief that you don't deserve it because of this flaw or whatever. So that is one. Of course, we reject this belief, but we have to acknowledge it and accept that it's there before we can reject it. Number two disloyalty and abandonment. So the belief that by having greater success, it will make you more alone by having like, I mean, and we've heard these, we've heard these statements perpetuated in our society, like it's lonely at the top and things like that, like bullshit statements. And I can tell you it's, it's lonely at the top. Like, what are you programming into your unconscious mind? Why would you want to be at the top if you're going to be alone? 
question it. The third is bigger success equals bigger burden. This is a big one for my high achievers, especially for my high achievers who have watched their parents achieve really amazing things. So even though my dad was an addict, he and my mom have successfully scaled a multi-million dollar arborist business in California. How that happened, I don't know. Like, it it really, I, I mean, I grew up in my early stages of childhood broke. Like, broke, broke, broke as a joke. Like, Kmart was my norm. Kmart was my jam. I was all about the plastic jewelry. Like, wasn't getting nice things. Like, I had nice things. But, like, by nice things, I mean, like, they were the toys that come from a liquor store. Um, <laughs> so, I didn't care at, the, you know, five. Like, they were, it was a bell figurine. How could I not be happy? Like, it was joyous. But at the same time, it wasn't until I got into middle school when I started to realize, oh, my clothes are different than other kids. Like I was about in, I think it was fourth, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I started to recognize the difference in, in the quality of my clothes compared to my other classmates. Um, and so I saw that. And I've had the luxury though of, of being able to watch my parents through hustle and miracles of God <laughs> be able to build a, a very successful business where they have return customers again and again and again. And I've also seen the bigger burdens that came with it. The employee issues, the disputes, the legal things, all that stuff. So I've been able to observe both. And that was another one of my big leaps, my own upper limit problem that I had to address, assess, and then reprogram. And then the fourth one is the crime of outshining. And this one, as an only child, I don't really have that. But you can also have that with your parents, too. If that's something where you're like, you you don't want to outshine your father or your mother, if they, whether or not they've been successful in, in by your term definition or what you believe success is, um, the, the fear or the crime of outshining. This is very common um, with siblings as well of like, especially if you grew up close um, and your one sibling is not doing too hot but yet you are doing mighty fine so those are the four upper limit problems that really can cause that fear of success and not only that fear of success but that can cause that 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 when success happens that's what causes you to lose it are those deeper seated beliefs that cause you to self-sabotage back to a level that you're comfortable at, even if you don't really believe you're comfortable at it. So that is why I have for you my favorite saying, my favorite affirmation when anything goes right or well in my business in the way that I want to and desire it to, which is more common than the, the more I've repeated this, the more common it has become. Um, and that anytime I eat at a new restaurant, anytime I go buy something that's pretty for me, um, anytime I am able to spend hours on the playground with my son because I know that my team is handling my stuff and this business and that I can count on them and rely on them, I'm just soaking it up with just saying and repeating and affirming and believing this is my new normal. 
this is my new normal. This is my new normal. So I challenge you that the next time you get, if you are just starting your business and you're just starting to do like client calls and you're just getting your first one or two, oh my gosh, I remember those. And you would get those first like free calls and you'd get people that actually booked them and you're like, okay, okay, I, I, I'm doing it. And then they don't buy your package or then they don't buy your product or your online course. And then you're like, oh crap, okay, fine. You kind of sabotage back, not intentionally, of course, but you kind of fall back into that normal pattern of, oh, now I'm back to searching for more clients and blah, 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 versus the minute, the second that you get those first free discovery calls, the second that you get those first few consults, you're like, this is my new normal. 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 The second that you get those first few referrals from your friends or your family or your coworkers or your former colleagues or whoever, you say, this is my new normal. 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 The second that you get your your first piece of press, the first blog that you're featured in, the first podcast you get to go on, the first interview with Forbes, the first whatever it is. It doesn't matter where you are in your business. Anytime you are making a massive quantum leap into that next level of what you want to achieve in this world and to really stepping into fully that amazing mission that you have and that soul calling every time you experience it, say, this is my new normal. This is my new normal because your body is going to want to jump back into that old identity where struggle was the norm. But instead, if it's your new normal, then those old stories don't matter anymore. Whether they're generational or from a past life, whether it's an unconscious past life, like a life that you dreamed about in your in your dreams or, or your nightmares. I mean, really, let's be honest. Um, or if it's something that you experienced or imagined or whatever, this is my new normal. Whenever you achieve something new, that you, something that you worked for, that is something that you want and desired, this is my new normal. When I started getting booked on larger press, every time I would have an interview, every time I would say, this is my new normal. This is my new normal. When I started writing my book consistently and stepping into the role of being an author, this is my new normal. This is my new normal. This is my new normal. When I started feeling supported, allowing myself to feel supported by a team, valuing my time to hire a team so that I could have more time with my son. This is my new normal. This is my new normal. This is my new normal. Repeat that. And know that success, your success, is inevitable so long as you hold the vision for it so that any time you hit that success that you wanted to achieve there is no way in the world or in this planet that you could stumble back into self-sabotage because this is your normal and anything that didn't align with you in that new realm of success that you've now just stepped into has now gloriously fallen away to make room for something even better, this or something better. 
I wish I had held on to that belief and that learning and had known that belief when I was going through my buyout from my first e-commerce company. Because had I known that that was just paving the way for my soul-based business where I get to be 150 fucking percent myself, curse words and all, and sparkles and up-leveling and challenging and having amazing soul-aligned clients and being able to launch programs and have books and speaking gigs, like being able to do all of like, had I known that that struggle that I was going through was going to lead to something better, Had I believed that at the time, oh my God, I don't think my hair would have fallen out. I think I would have spent a lot more time focusing on 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 planning all the amazingness that was my wedding. I mean, it was amazing regardless. Um, there, There was a video on Vimeo somewhere about it. But had I known that, I would have... I would have not been losing my hair and had it taken... It took me like a year for it all to come back. Um because it was just, I, I believed a story of stress and struggle and of, of loss of success. But now, that's no longer my belief. So when you look at that belief, when you look at any belief, if you have a fear, any fear-based belief, if you have a fear of loss, or if you have a fear of of the process Uh, if you have uh, and if you have a fear of the process then be sure to jump in on our live six-day training and onto the waitlist for the princess process because it's going to rock your world um or if i if you have that fear of success challenge it and look at what really is the fear is it the fear that the grass really isn't greener or is it the fear that if the grass is greener that somebody's going to mow it and if you believe that somebody's going to mow it maybe they're just chopping off all, all the weeds that don't even need to be in your garden And instead, they're leaving you with a freshly manicured lawn that you can grow even more amazingness in. So, remember, this is my new normal. And this, or something so much better. Remember, as always, your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.